What's up, what's up, what's up? It's the one and only uh, Dr. Ocula himself, Huey Flea Newton in the flesh. I uh, just want to send a special shout out to fanmovement.com. They got our t-shirts up there right now. Check it out. Uh, barbershop mentality. If you're a, a fella and you're looking for something rough and rugged to wear while you're out there being a savage, or if you're one of our beautiful, sexy ladies that are looking for something to wear during the summertime, wear with the short shorts, the cutoffs, have your legs looking all icy and glazed and all that, definitely check out fanmovement.com they got you also as a special uh, interest 20% of the t-shirt sales go to black lives matter because they do in fact matter and we definitely support that so definitely check us out fanmovement.com barbershop mentality what Is that you typing? <laughs> Yo, that just came in dumb loud, bro. Yeah, it did. Yo, that nigga fingers is heavy. <laughs> it's not like niggas are sneaking up on somebody. <laughs> is this something you can't say out loud? No, I got poison shot. Oh. You hear this nigga fingers? This <laughs> <laughs> nigga weird. Shit, so like. Uh, fucking, uh, what is it? I'm about to say Norse code. Morse code. Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> we can make out what you're saying right now. Yeah, I just tagged you. I'm done. Nigga overseas calling for help and shit. <laughs> so why you gotta add that chest? <laughs> 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 <I think> it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody got an air mattress. <laughs> Who got an iPhone? Who got an iPhone 4? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, it's on live from the East Coast, Beast Coast. It's the greatest podcast to ever be recorded in the history of all mankind. Live from the East Coast, Beast Coast. It's by the one and only Dr. Ock himself, uh, uh, um, Huey Flea Newton, uh, Stevie's Youngest Wonder. Uh, uh, shoot. Uh, so many names, man. I can't even. Burt Baccarat. You know what I'm saying? Black Moses for the ghetto, and I'm joined as always by some of my great esteemed colleagues and brethren to my left working the boards, Mr. Kwame West. Talk to me, Odell. How you feeling today, bro? Yes, sir, man. I'm feeling lavish <laughs> out here speaking Spanish. You know, niggas is mad. I get more butt than ashtrays. You know, Woo! great, great Christopher Wallace said. Uh, and of course, to my right, man, it's the one and only, man. El Chipo the Creepo, the group on Don himself. Mr. Julius Rock, bro, how you feeling? What's up, man? You know me, man. I'm letting her do her, and in turn, she doing me. She on the phone with her friends. Like, how cool how is she? How cool is she? Hey, Bobby. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, Bobby. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I wanted to come up with a rap lyric, but tomorrow is the guy Stevie won his birthday, so I'm going to say, uh, um, 
I'm gonna say a Stevie Wonder lyric, but he really doesn't have any savagery lyrics. Like all his lyrics are like extra, you know, beautiful and soft and all that. So I don't really know what to say. Um, Happy birthday. There you go. Uh, if it's magic, bitch. <laughs> if it's magic. Uh, so, yo, so we got some ill topics today, man. And uh, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, I want to bring up some some cool points. Um, geez, Louise, so many things I got to talk about. Number one thing is um, recently Trump has been on fire. Mm-hmm. Did I say recently? Since uh, 2004. I don't know, 11. This thing is <laughs> fire. But as of recently, it almost feels like, you know what it feels like, uh, Odell? It feels like, um, uh, 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 it, it feels like when somebody is, when, when something is coming, mm-hmm. almost feels like a Game of Thrones type of deal. Yeah. Like when the White Walkers are coming to the, to the, you know, to the North. Yeah. And as they get closer and closer, people start panicking. You know what I'm the saying? Winter is coming. I'm trying to tell you, winter is coming. <laughs> right? <Hell> recently, yeah. <laughs> recently, he fired my man James Connie of the FBI, the former, now former director of the FBI, which is hilarious in irony because it was Kami himself, or Comey, however you pronounce his stupid last name, himself that actually. Uh, kind of, you know, helped Trump get elected mm-hmm. um, with what he said about Hillary Clinton and, you know, kind of like uh, getting her off the hook for the email bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was almost like the last straw where people were just like, you know, we can't trust this government. We need somebody to drain the swamp. That's been Trump's mantra ever since, you know, he started running for the president. Yeah. Drain the swamp, drain the swamp, drain the swamp. And now, you know, he fired um, this guy you got Betsy DeVoe at a, a Bethune College. Bethune Yeah. How? How did she get to you? <laughs> That's the thing. Drain the swamp, and then what do you replace it with? These idiots. These freaking idiots. You got, what's the man name? The surgeon? Ben oh, Carson. Ben Carson, yeah. In charge of, in charge of housing. I've seen, a, I've seen an article where he goes to, like, where these, um you know, where homeless people live or whatever, army vets or whatever that can't afford living and he's like talking about kicking them out and all that stuff and they're telling them the sad stories and he's just nodding and winking and, and you know they're talking about they're fleeing exploited you had the hbcus at the white house and then you have trump turn around and say you know uh, funding for hbcus are, are almost unconstitutional you got this broad at uh, cookman bethune cookman getting booed and now you got comey commie whatever his name is getting fired what is going on with Trump, Julius Rock? Talk to me, because that's your man's. That is, hey, Lord, Trump is my man's. But, yeah. I don't, hey, man, I think Trump is treating this shit like he's running up like a Starbucks. You know what I mean? Like, he's just in charge. And when he don't like some shit, <clears throat> just fire him. But what I personally think, I think that, now follow me, every time somebody about to bust that nigga, with some with some Russian shit, he just fires him. Yeah, no reason, no questions asked. He just fucking fired. Him. I think they're about to bust his ass again with the Russian shit. And he, you know, he told Jeffrey, "Look, I had to give you this little severance package, but you gotta get the fuck out." Yeah, that's that, that's what I think happened. And the news and the news was that he asked for more federal funding to look into 
um, you know, the the to continue to probe about Russia's involvement in these elections. Mm-hmm. And it was like he asked for that bread. Somebody told Trump, and he fired him. And for 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 people who not who don't totally understand what this is, it's basically like um, you're playing basketball, and there's a referee that keeps calling a foul on you. And you fire that nigga, <laughs> and there's no referee but, anymore. But I, I never seen a president that fired niggas though. Um, there was one. You wanna know his name? Richard Nixon. Mm. The the freaking the guy the the president that had the freaking uh, um Watergate got it got impeached for shenanigans. So, I mean that's that's the that's the timeline that we're following, man. Oh yeah. God. How do you? What were you saying, Juice? I'm talking about like, <clears throat> like, but Trump has fired like what by six niggas? Oh yeah, like I ain't never seen that shit like that before. I said okay one, okay two, mm. all right okay, but shit, nigga, like, we about seven deep in it, eh? and we only just passed this a hundred days. Yes, he's only been president since January. We're in May. <clears throat> And it's like it's like everybody uh, um, is is freaking getting fired that he's putting in charge. Either either the people that he's putting in charge are getting fired, or they're complete idiots. Or there is daughter who has like a job who's who has like she she's like the special assistant to the president, which is just complete bullshit. It's like what? Why are we paying? Why are our taxes paying for all these people to have jobs when they obviously are? It's either idiots, incompetent, or needs to be fired. You know? Yeah, yeah. Man, let's don't stay on. Let's don't stay on Trump too long, man. You know, you know that he depresses us. Wait, wait, real quick though. Did y'all see the picture of what's my, what's my nigga name? Sean Spicer. Oh, he, he had on like two I, wrong shoes and shit. <laughs> no, no, I didn't see that. He had on two wrong shoes. What? It, well, it was it was mismatched shoes or some shit. Oh shit! He had on like a brown shoe and a black shoe. I don't know. That's the. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, it was, it was Chris Cross. Yeah, it was, no. it was bad funny, yo. <laughs> and and that the president is recording everybody in the Oval Office. Today, um, Trump released a tweet saying that Kami or Comey, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, should hope or should be aware of the tapes that he has, he, Trump has, of him talking in the Oval Office. This is the president of the United States that's tweeting... Like, uh, freaking, I don't know, Wale, somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a rap beef. Like, he's tweeting like he's in a rap beef. And it's like, it's just, it's insane. This whole thing is, like, insane. Like, I really, shout out to Joey. I really had a conversation with the other day, like, yo, where are we going to go in the world? Because America is like, you know, we're like fucking screwed, bro. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, we could go to Europe, but a nigga with, like, a gun, with, like, a six-shooter could take over Europe because there's no guns over there. Like, like it's just a country full of niggas with no guns. And at any point, uh, a refugee could get mad and pull out a gun and niggas is finished. So I can't live there. Can't live in Africa. I ain't going back there. All right. I made it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> can't live in the West Indies or Caribbean because you're one rainstorm away from being homeless. Asia has an earthquake every other day. And Australia, they're like super racist. So what the fuck are you we gotta, doing? We, we got to ride America out, man. Jesus Christ! We gotta ride like, America. Out. You don't want to go to Canada because you see how lame Drake is. But Facts. It is cold. It's cold as hell. It's like 
Canada, you can only live in like one third of the country. It's like it's pointless. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna end up like Leo DiCaprio in that movie that he did that I can't pronounce, but he got ate by a bear. The Revenant. Like, there you go. That nigga was screwed, and I, <laughs> I they ain't trying to be me. But like you said, we don't want to talk about Trump too much because, like you said, it gets depressing. It is. Let's it talk is. about. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Levar Ball and the Zoe Twos. Is that what it, what they call the Zoes or whatever? Yeah. Uh, initial reaction from from y'all, um, I know they look like Kobe's to me. They cost four hundred ninety five dollars. The autograph ones cost like what, like a stack? Yeah, like a stack of rack. Um, this podcast has been ardent, uh, supreme supporters of uh, uh, Levar Ball, but he's losing me. Uh, talk to me, uh, Julius Rock, um, because you're cheap. I'm not gonna say you're cheap. You're frugal. <laughs> you're frugal. <laughs> you're wise with your money. Is there any circumstance where you're gonna buy a five hundred dollar pair of sneakers from a non professional athlete? Come on, man. It's just it's really man. It, it it's a fucking Kobe dog with with a, with three B's on it. <laughs> like this nigga ain't got sued yet. No. How I think it's because they're still trying to get him to 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 come tonight. That's the like, only reason why he hasn't got sued. My issue with LeVar Ball is it's not the shoe isn't even fly. No. Like it is even dope. Mm-mm. Like like I understand the scheme and everything, but my my thing is I went over this over and over again with LeVar Ball. Part mm-hmm. of me think he's dumb as hell, and part of me think he's genius. But I don't know which way I'm going. Yeah. Yo, yo, oh, you, you talk, Kwame. You talk. All right. See, I, I'm on the opposite side of you guys, man. I think it's dope. <clears throat> I'm not buying that damn shoe, you know. I'm, 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 I'm not as frugal as wrong, but I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying this shit, but you know, I'm supporting from the from the far. You're like, yeah, yeah, do your thing. I just like the symbolism of it, of you know the nigga. Everybody wants their own shoe. Like, J.R. Smith is one nigga I think should have his own shoe because that nigga is hella marketable. He doesn't mm. even have a contract. To, you know, he has to buy his own sneakers and wear them or get, wear whatever they give his ass. You know what I mean? Mm. So the fact that he has his own shoe, he designed his own shoe. Kobe's his favorite player, so he designed the shoe after his favorite player's shoe. You know, so I didn't have a problem with it. The shit I had a problem with that was funny as hell to me was they copied the design, the Zo 2 logo, straight from the nigga from Ohio State. That I think it was the wide receivers coach. Yeah, and I was, I was I looking. That. I was like, I was like, nah, I can't be that bad. That shit is like the exact yeah. same logo, just exactly. different colors. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I saw that too. So I that right there, just... I was like, oh, that's fucked up. So I was like, okay, now they're gonna get sued soon. Um. But I, I don't think I think this is just the beginning, man. You know, I just want to see where it's gonna go. So that's why I haven't jumped off yet. I I um uh, he lost me uh, a little bit with that sneaker. Here's, here's the thing, I'm not gonna. I, I would spend five hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers if I if it was within my budget. Mm-hmm. It's not now. If it was in my within my budget, I have no problem spending that money. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna charge luxury prices. You have to actually be a luxury company. Mm-hmm. These niggas, specifically the dad, LeVar Ball, he dresses like a bum. Like a fucking, Yo. like a bum. <laughs> you know what, you know what, you know what, that, that's, I think that's what it is. Yo, LeVar Ball 
the swag does not match his mouth. No, and, and it Jordan, don't match the sneakers. Jordan can't dress work for damn, but nigga, no. the shoes were dope. Yeah. Like he, he he walked in the first take with them baggy ass jeans from '96, mm. uh, fucking uh polo jeans. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, fucking the uh New Balances on and shit, baggy <laughs> ass jersey. Like nigga, what you fucking doing? Man, it's just it's so it's so disheartening, and you're not gonna convince us to like support you if you're not. The nigga don't even. He got like a brown tooth, dog. Like I'm you not. Got yo, I'm not like gonna. Snapback, man. Dog, I'm not gonna give you five hundred dollars if you out here looking crazy. It's just not gonna happen. The reason why Kanye gets away with charging so much money for sneakers, one is that he was associated with a brand like Nike and now Adidas, and two is because his whole shit is luxury. Mm-hmm. Like everything about him is luxury. So if you want to be luxurious like that nigga, you don't buy you some Kanye West sneakers. You don't want to dress like LeVar Ball. You don't want to look like that nigga. There's nothing like you want to, you know what I'm saying? And even his son, it's like, nigga, last time we seen his son play ball, he was getting his ass busted by freaking, uh, what's his name? What's my man's name? Fox. Fox, Fox, nigga. Yeah. He was taking an L. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's just frustrating. I think... so this is what I think. I think what it is is, and I'm not about to act like I ain't bought no George. You know what I mean? I, I if, yeah. if it's hot, I will buy it. Like when you think of blue game, mm-hmm. right, is the shoe fire or is the moment fire? The moment fire. Exactly. So what has Levar, what has Lonzo Ball done to make me put five hundred dollars towards uh, that moment? Nothing. The nothing. one. Th- the uh, one thing I wanted. But you can't really you can't really do that though because when he does get his moments and stuff, then you're gonna look back on this shoe and you know and then that's what he that's what his whole thing was. He said he never seen the price of memorabilia go down, and so Mm. that's why he had everything you know set up where they was, you know. Mm. And so that's why I was like, all right, cool, whatever, you know. I don't know. But 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 I just feel like you hustled backwards. I don't know, like. I feel like he had a plan, mm-hmm. but I. He also said he also said he was hoping they said no, you know, because he, he he's like he really wanted them to do their own thing. He was like, uh, "I'm just going off what he said, you know. I I, I, yeah. I I got my own assumptions also, but right now I'm just saying exactly what he said. He was like, uh, you know, Shaq, you know, Shaq." You can make shoes for the kids, you know. I'm, I'm, we're doing our own thing right now, you know. I, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that or whatever. If you want to make shoes for the kids, make shoes for the kids. This is not what this is, you know. He also do it for the big bowlers. Yeah, which, which is stupid, but you know, I, I like, all right, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Also, he was like, uh, you know, this is a family thing. I don't see Shaq kids wearing his sneakers, you know. Like that's true. Shaq kids wear Jordans. Uh, yeah, but you know, I don't know. Well, LeVar kids wear <laughs> They shoes ain't yeah. ready yet. <laughs> They're not ready. They're the not shoes not ready yet. Yeah, when they see, when, and this, when they shoes and this are. Is my thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But when they no, shoes no. are ready, you know, I think you will see them wearing yeah, their stuff because they do wear them ugly ass shirts. That's the thing too, and and my my issue is, oh my, what I'm thinking is is that he's thinking, uh, let me show these niggas how I can sell Lonzo and, and these sneakers. And once they see how much the demand is for these expensive sneakers, then 
I could go up to Nike and be like, listen, look, this is how much you want. Look how much I was able to sell off of these ugly, you know, Kobe knockoffs. You know what I'm saying? Look how much I was able to gouge the market for. Don't offer me five million. Don't offer me twenty million. Give me like a hundred fifty million. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's the strategy that he's taking it. And I understand it's just it's not gonna work with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit's not gonna work with me. And and if you wanna move on to him saying he doesn't need to ask Kobe for advice, you kind of lost me too, God, because Freaking Isaiah <laughs> Thomas! Look, I'm sorry. Anybody knows me knows I'm a diehard Laker fan and I love Kobe Bryant. Yeah. If Kobe offers you advice, you take that shit, G. You take it. This is a man that beat a rape trial in Los Angeles, the most liberal, woman-centric capital of the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And still was able to sell sneakers. This is a man that's involved in the marketing, design. And the freaking eight, what he wants, he, he determines how he wants him to perform. He went from high tops to low tops. This is a man who knows everything that you can ask for about selling sneakers. Not only that, he knows everything you can ask for about, you know, scoring on his opponents. So you never say stuff like that. You want to be open to Kobe's uh, advice. You know Kobe, what I'm saying? Kobe, so Kobe, I think Kobe is the realest nigga to ask about advice on sneakers because Kobe tried to sell us the ugliest sneaker of all time. And then <laughs> <laughs> that shit was disgusting, yo. And niggas at my school had them shits because they were Kobe's. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's how it is. But that shit like a damn spaceship. But you Hell know, yeah. but you know, I also bought the Harachis when he when he joined up with Nike and shit. So that's a fact. So so let me say this. So this is how I feel LeVar should have approached it, mm-hmm. all right? And this is this is my opinion. I think he shouldn't have said shit about the shoe at all, right? Because it doesn't matter if your son does not show up. Nothing matters. I think he should have not mentioned the shoe at all. And then, like, when Lonzo drops, let's say, Lon- let's say opening night Lonzo drops 30, right? 30 and 10 or 10 and 12. You know what I mean? And he just keeps it consistent, goes to rookie all-star game, shows out, then boom, then drop it. But but if he does all that while wearing the shoe, this it means much more. What if you don't say anything about the shoe and then you just he just wears them? I don't I, I don't think so, man. I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Me personally, I don't think so. Because, because I think, my whole I thing think, is I think, it, it doesn't matter if you don't ball. That's that, that's, that's true, but you know, glass half full. If he does ball, this is much more. It means much more. It does, but but it always comes back. I, I don't know. It always comes back. I don't know. Around. I'm just I'm just too optimistic out here. I, I need to quit that shit out. <laughs> oh, forgive me, y'all. I'm sorry. I apologize about this shit. It's not that I'm hating on No, no, no. I I I never say that, man. I I, I know this all. I, I, I feel like. You're going about it so wrong. Like, like I, like I feel like the money is there. They're screaming mm-hmm. for Lonzo. They want to give it to him, but I just feel like he's just going this opposite way. Yeah. And nobody's telling this nigga, "Yo, chill out. Let's go back this way." Uh, it's I like, mean, I'm sorry. Did I say what you said? No, I was gonna say like it's like, it's like I appreciate them for saying. You know, let's try our own thing because it could have a trickle down effect, and somebody could figure out the right way to do it. You know what I mean? 
But and and the only person who's gonna hurt is these niggas. You know what I mean? But I really don't want Lonzo to 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 suffer. You know, I want him to get that billion dollar Nike contract or some shit like that. You feel me? Uh, but let's say three, four, five years from now, somebody's gonna figure out this blueprint and do it correctly. You know? Yeah. So. It's like Jay Z used to say, "There's got to be somebody that takes that leap, excuse me, leap of faith, runs over the side of the hill, and says, guys, look what's over there.' You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the people that do that, they're always considered crazy. They're always considered nuts. They're always considered loudmouth idiots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like outside of the fact that he dresses like a complete bum, Lonzo <laughs> Ball has a lot, a lot in common with Kanye." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. White wife, fixed children, and very confident in his ability to sell things. But you, and I, you know can't hate on those shoes, though. I'm gonna tell you, this is why I think could have took the strategy and run with it. Zion Williamson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think if it was him, he could have got away with that shit. Why is that? Because it's a bigger buzz for him than Lonzo Ball. Well, no, but here's the thing. In L.A., there's a huge bunch for this kid. That's L.A. I'm L- L.A.'s about, a big market, though, too. L.A.'s a big market. I'm talking about the entire 50 states. Zion Williams is a junior in high school, and Zion Williams has people going crazy over like Like, Roy Williams missed. Roy Williams went to see Zion play during basketball season. He would leave Chapel Hill, catch whatever to Columbia, Go and, and see him play, and then go back close to the next game. Like, like it was a movement with Zion Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I, like I feel like Zion Williams is going to be like when he go to college. Like, like do you think about it? it? Now I know y'all don't follow college basketball like that, but at the start of the season, the wave the wave was Harry Giles, Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah, that's it. Changed a little. Fox, Dennis Scott, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, Lonzo Ball. Who are they talking about now? They're talking about Zion Williams right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about it. Lonzo yeah, arguably has a bigger weight because of his pops than him. Zion Williams, like, everybody's going crazy over Zion Williams. If Drake is wearing, and I know you hate Drake, but if Drake is wearing your jersey, like a Spartanburg Christian jersey, nigga, you 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 up hot right now. Yeah, but Drake a wave rider. Well, I guess okay. So that's, I guess that kind of goes with your argument. Wave though. Yeah, that goes with your argument. Like I feel like Lonzo Ball is not a wave. The bar is the yeah. Wave. It's um the the one thing I think that um that I think is gonna solve all this is Lonzo Cup getting drafted and coming in and absolutely balling. Like, he has to ball out. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't have a slouch-ass rookie season because they're going to be like, oh, see? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and and I, and I think, I know he wants to play in L.A., and I know there's some Laker fans that want him to play in L.A., but I don't want him. I would rather I would rather get somebody else. If we can't trade that pick for, uh, um, for who I want to trade him for, but Odell's not going to like me to say the guy's name because that's his guy. If we can't trade him for that, then let's get somebody else in to play that too that can be a shooter. <laughs> or or get a guard. I don't know, man. I just I don't want to I don't want I don't want any dramatics. Uh-huh. Any more dramatics. Between Kobe leaving, this whole snitch thing with D'Angelo Russell, 
No more dramatics. Let's just get back to playing good old basketball. Solid. LeVar is, is a big enough personality for the Lakers. I think he is. I think if he's just there talking, they're gonna the reporters are gonna follow him. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think he is, and the fact that they live there, and his son's gonna be at US uh, UCLA next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna. It's just. It's to me. It's just gonna be too much. But Magic's running the show though. I think Magic. Like if Magic is, he's he's the anti-Phil. No matter what Levar does, if he's a Laker, Magic's gonna trump that. Because Magic's Magic, Magic got me. That's how I feel. That's me. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about let's talk about Funk Flex, man. Cause you lied. You lied. <laughs> Biggie's dead, and you lied. The greatest live video of all time. It was better than Cameron's um, because Cameron's was like eight hours long. Yeah. This was like a forty-five minute conversation. With Biggie, I mean, with Biggie, with Funk Flex kind of echoed what a lot of people, uh, especially in New York, feel. And because of the fact that he echoes what a lot of people feel, um, but not most or the majority of people feel, he's automatically called crazy, emotional, insane, and dismissed. That's just the game. That's life. That's the life that we live. But um, I actually watched it live, and I appreciated everything that he said. Um I grew up on Flex, right? Like, I yeah. grew up listening to Flex. Flex taught you or told you what was the hottest record out, mm-hmm. hottest record in the club, every day at 7 p.m. I remember, like, yes, like it was yesterday, Band from TV, uh, um, We Gonna Make It, uh, freaking uh, Put Your Hands Up. Nah, fuck that, put your... Like, all those records getting blasted off at 7 p.m., that was a staple. So Funk Flex is a legend, but um, to guys that didn't necessarily grow up with him, what is your view? Uh, I want to ask this specifically for Julius Rock. What is your view of Funk Flex? Honestly, be you know, you can criticize, you can say he trash. What is your honest opinion of Funk Flex? Funk Flex, man. I don't, I, what 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 is he to me? There you go. Talk it. I'm Speak on it. I, I, I'm from the South, bro. I, I'm, mm. My issue with Funk Flex stems from the issue with Charlemagne. Charlemagne is our Funk Flex. Oh. Well, he's, that's... He, well, that's just true. He, mm. he, if especially from South Carolina, it's a bigger thing to us. Funk Flex really, I mean, we don't have a hot 97. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a big deal to us. You know what I mean? I think Flex right now is in a state of confusion. Mm. I think he he ran New York and niggas snatched a rug under him and fu- and Flex has to do outrageous things to get attention. He had to go at Nikki. When Nikki, you know, before we all said fuck Nikki. He mm. uh, when Drake and Meat was beefing, he had you know had us on, on this radio stage for six hours waiting for a diss track. You know what mm. I mean? <laughs> Shit didn't come. Shit didn't come. Then magically, the next goddamn day, it dropped. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just, I feel like you just do unnecessary shit. You, you dissing Jay-Z. Leak a text message of Jay-Z. Like, mm. bro, just let niggas go freestyle. Like, nobody even really comes up to freestyle no more. We got battle rappers up there now, man. Yeah, That's because yeah. everybody been up there, though. I mean, they yeah. say, you know, 
It is my thing. I, I feel what you're saying there. Number one, number one thing, uh, Breakfast Club, they're syndicated. They're huge. But Flex, for his 7 p.m. spot, still has the number one rating. And he's he's been had it since before Power 105. And then becoming, you know, Power 105 becoming the prominence, including DJ Clue, you know, going at him at the same time. Second thing is, Flex, I mean, people aren't going to give him credit. You know, because it's like a branding thing. And once you tag lame, the game is follow leader. Jay-Z said that. So a lot of people think he's a lame, but he's really been putting, like, guys, under guy, uh, you know, underground guys, guys that really don't get a lot of shine. Guys that I've never even heard of are um, up at Flex, you know, dropping the freestyle. And that was, like, the number one classic thing. But, see, I feel, and that's why when people complain about Flex, I, I used to be like, no, nah, no, nah. but now I just I let it rock because for for people that didn't grow up with Flex, it's easy to say, you know, fuck Flex because you don't understand. But Flex was the one that kept New York in that grimy mode when we were starting to get sold out for all these pop records. Mm-hmm. Flex kept that joint grimy. Flex was the fir- first time I heard um, G-Unit as yep. a whole uh-huh. on Flex. I was I was about I, to say I, I'm sorry uh, I was about to say like you know because I, I grew up in North Carolina but I used to always come to New York for like the summertime the wintertime or whatever and mm. we, I remember we came up here one summer and that nigga was blasting G Unit on the radio he's like huh what is this you know what is this like, <laughs> you know we bought we we went to Jamaica Ave got the mixtapes or whatever and went back to North Carolina styling on niggas I tell you bro. All those freestyles are so fucking like it's almost like the attitude era of of rap music to me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there was so many fat you had. Like, all right, so like Monday, G is up there. Wednesday, uh Dipset, they're up there spitting freestyles. Saturday, Saturday night, right before the club. Who's that? Jay-Z. Uh, uh, freaking uh, Beanie Siegel state property. I promise you, he's sixteen. If you listen, if you remember these freestyles, then they stuck out to you like it was like crazy. Which is why when people diss them, I used to be like, Nah, G, you don't understand. But I feel you also, uh, uh, Julius Rock, coming from South Carolina, because Charlemagne is y'all guy. And not only Charlemagne, y'all guy from South Carolina, he went up to New York and conquered that morning spot because. I mean, they, New York had, New York has always had a dynamic morning personality, and Charlemagne and, and the Breakfast Club, they've become that dominant morning personality. I'm, I'm not shocked he mm-hmm. did that though. If you're from SC, what he's doing now is just, uh, it's Charlemagne has actually gotten better. I I was there when Charlemagne made Buffy the Body, like walk the fuck off the radio station, like literally get out of the radio station and listen yeah. to Buffy the Body. Like on, uh, so seductive, a candy uh, shot, whatever. Yeah, so seductive. Man, I remember that video. Like I like the way you move. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. He said T Pain can't sing. He voice, son, you got a voice full of razors. Like he just, <laughs> like you know, like he was like he was just going in and like we was loving yeah. it. He was just getting fired. Then he got fired. But fired. you know, what like, you say? Like, like, like he he he. I wouldn't say he's our. I guess he could you could say he's our funk flex, but he I, made a bigger impact to me than funk flex. I don't even think he's your funk flex though. We used to have a guy on Hot ninety seven, Star uh, DJ Star, mm-hmm. Star on Bookwire. Yeah, 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 Star Bookwire. Yeah, 
Charlemagne is your star on Buck Wild, or at least he was. And then somehow he grew into like y'all Angie Martinez. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like of life personality. But that's <clears throat> when you talk about old school hot ninety seven, uh Star and Buck Wild was what Charlemagne did for y'all down there. Like, I mean, Star Star and Buck Wild, Star is the only nigga I ever seen get to the point get Jay Z to the point where Jay Z wanted to kill that nigga. Because when <laughs> died, when, when Aaliyah died, I don't know if you know this story, Julius Rock, but when Aaliyah yeah, died, yeah, I know, I know. The day yeah. after he played, like, what did he play? I forgot what he played. He like played airplane, like airplane crash. Yeah, and then like the like of of the plane falling in the water, and then Miss Jones walked out, and everybody was laughing. Uh, Star on Buck Wild. They brought, um, they used to bring uh, Paul Mooney on. In the morning, and that was the first time I ever heard the word nigga used on radio. And it was back to back. Like, nigga, what you doing? Nigga, don't worry about what I'm doing. It was the craziest shit ever, man. Like, I tell people this all the time. I was a radio baby. I grew up on radio. We listened to radio. Mm-hmm. Before I even knew where to get mixtapes from, it was radio, 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 radio. So those guys, they always have a place in my heart, man. And I feel what Funk Flex is saying about Tupac, and I feel like that Tupac movie is going to paint paint uh, a picture of Tupac in one way, and we all know it's the opposite. And I feel like that's what struck a chord in him, and that's why he's saying what he's saying. What What do you feel, uh, Odell? Where do you think this is coming from, from Flex, as far as the whole Tupac thing? No, I agree. And, and one thing I was saying in the shop was like, uh, you know, everybody was like, why is he talking about this now? I'm like, no, he's always brought this up. But um, yeah. And also, it's like when when one of your homies die, you know what I mean. It's like when they die because somebody else was doing some bullshit. You're not gonna like, you know, just let that shit go, my nigga. That shit is not that shit is not something you just let go. Like if if my brother died because somebody else was out here bullshitting, you know, I'm gonna be pissed. You know, fuck that nigga for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's it is one thing to have your homie die. On some bullshit. It's another thing to have your homie die on some bullshit and watch everybody praise this nigga like he's like a god. Yeah. Like I used to say this a while back. I never said this to y'all, but like 500 years, like a thousand years down the line, I would not be surprised if niggas worship Tupac like Jesus. Mm. Like if there's a church of Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Probably they just. Is one. Huh? Probably is one. There is. If there isn't now, and I'm talking about. Now it will be like a joke, but a thousand years from now, I would not be surprised if they if they turned his rap lyrics into scriptures and they worship Tupac. And it's like niggas need to know that this guy he was a nice guy, you know, made music that affected people, but still he was a piece of shit and he really didn't need to die over that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, shout out to Puffy over that. Um, let's talk about <laughs> everyday struggle. Um, I really like this fucking show, man. Have y'all been watching yeah. Everyday Struggle? I, I yeah, man, I've been watching. I haven't uh, been watching Netflix. like I should be, but yeah, I, the shit that I did watch is really good. Where does it it's, come on? Like, how does it come on? It's on YouTube. YouTube yeah. So, yeah, like, I've seen the clips, but like, it's like, how do I watch it's it? It's on YouTube. Go to Complex YouTube. Yeah. You go to Complex YouTube. It's almost, to me, it's almost, it's like, it's basically uh, a first take yeah. for rap music. You know what I mean? And I watched, I think I watched three episodes. I watched the Yachty episode. Where Joe Button represented for all us old niggas that yeah. like don't understand what the hell is <laughs> with these young dumb niggas. 
I watched the Wale episode where Wale was like he wanted to be he wanted to hurt academics. Yeah. But he didn't want to look like an emotional person, so instead he calmly disrespected him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which yeah. is hilarious. I saw that. And I just watched like a random episode where they talked about Miley Cyrus being a culture vulture. Which is awesome. So it's good stuff, man. And Joe Button thinks he's retired. Is Joe Button making another album again? He just made well, an man. album. Like this nigga is hilarious, yeah. y'all. No, no. Yo, I think you said. I think you said. He's found his calling. Yeah, definitely. He, he he needs to do this, yo, because I love his podcast too. And um, uh. and this shit right here is dope, also, man. Like 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 Joe for once does not look like a sucker. Nope. You know what I mean? Joe Button is like he's. Like being, he's giving like he is. Well, who's a good ass analyst? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, even like a Jalen Rose type thing. Nah, Kenny Smith. Like, like I'm talking about, like really, like open your eyes. I'm trying to think. What's not what's, Skip Bell? What's my nigga that used to have the show with Jalen Rose, and then he went to like HBO. Oh, Bill Simmons. Yeah, him. I love Bill Simmons. Yeah, Bill Simmons, but he was just too raw for niggas. But yeah. I would say he's a good Bill Simmons type of person. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that that'll be fine. AKA, yeah. <laughs> okay, I couldn't think of a better one. Sorry. Fuck it. <laughs> no. Okay. Shannon Sharp. Shannon okay. Let's Sharp, go. Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Sharp. Okay. Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Is, Shannon Sharp is dope. Mm. He can he can really talk sports, and he and he's niggas funny as hell. Mm. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. What I what I like about Joe is. See, and that's and I think this is what academics tries to do, but he's he's not like Joe really knows like the industry. Yeah, academics know these niggas. You know what I mean? And 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 that's the difference between them. And I think that it actually works good with them niggas. Yo, you know what I mean? I think it's because of the fact that Joe's been in it, and and yeah. damn, I sound like I'm about to do a a, a Belvin. I don't want to say the name, but uh, <laughs> it's the fact that it's the fact that. Like you say, he's been in it, mm-hmm. and he has like experience. You know what I'm saying? And I think academics, he's just like a YouTube guy. You know what I mean? But he, but he talks like YouTube commenters. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it perfect. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, I think what, I what impressed me. Let me cut you. What impressed me about Joe is Joe. He's very. Detail oriented, like like he said. I think nobody, everybody always thought Joe was hating, but Joe was just like he he paid attention to detail, like the, like mm-hmm. the, the young ma reference. I seen him say something like young ma, young ma, young ma fell off, and I was thinking to myself, I didn't really care for young ma period, but the nigga made so much sense. He said young ma drop ooh like almost what like two years ago, right? A year no. and a half, two years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like a, a year ago, maybe. Yeah. He said, like, he said maybe like two thousand late two thousand fifteen, whatever. He said ever since then, Young Ma has been in the club, on strippers, spending money. Mm. Where is the music? And now we get an EP. She said Young Ma had all the the buzz in the openings. world. Like she was gay. So that's a big demographic. Female rap was down. Nicki was with Meek. Uh, you know what I mean. Remy was down. Like you was buzzing, you had New York, like everything was in your corner, but you you just ignored it for ass, like you believed your own hype, and now nobody's thinking about you like that. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's a fact. I the nigga was like, damn, Joe, like damn, the nigga's right. And that's the thing, you can't. The thing about artists is you can't be honest 
with artists because they're, they're already extra sensitive, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then on top of them being sensitive, uh, 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 they don't like to hear the truth about themselves and where they went wrong. So that's going to hurt a lot of people. And that, matter of fact, that's why he got into that little spat with me. So, I mean, but I like I like that show. I like it a lot for Joe. I think it's I think it's a great look for for one for the culture. The one thing it made me realize too about about hip hop specifically is you know how some people say I love hip hop music. I don't love hip hop music. I love my hip hop music. Mm. So there's some guys that can talk about hip hop all day. I can, but it has to be about the hip hop that I like. I have to like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas I think Joe Button can talk about this shit all the time. And that's just second nature to him, you know. So I think it's good for him, and I and I hope, I hope other media outlets follow suit with this type of programming because I think it's really good, and I think I think you could actually find another, almost like another lane or industry for this kind of discourse in hip hop. So shout out to them. Um, Nas is going is evidently dating Nicki. I if I get a Nas album with a Nicki Minaj verse on it, I don't. I'm never listening to Nas again. This is it. <laughs> I was concerned for him at first, but after you know, after some time, I I don't think it's gonna because Nicki. This is what I think. So Nicki needs that buzz. Uh it's not. I mean, her. Fa- I mean, she has her stands, but I think she recognizes that. She just needs something else. Like, I mean, I think she assumed that when she broke up with Meek, everybody would kind of be like fiending for music. I don't think nobody's going crazy for music because the song that she dropped, nobody's really like that. Nobody's talking about it no more. Which is crazy. But they, but they still the ADHD get. society. This is an ADHD society. Yeah. So the only person I feel can really make music that can, that can sting right now is J. Cole, and I haven't liked J. Cole in about four years, uh-huh. Drake, uh-huh. Kendrick, and I don't care for Kendrick that much, uh-huh. uh, sometimes Future, uh-huh. uh, Migos, if you're, in, if you're into that. Like, this can Migos. stick for a long period of time. You know what I mean? Nikki, what about Sean? Who? Say again? Big Sean. Yeah, Sean Dunn. He, 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 yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. He's Sean. a disappointment to me, audience. That's a conversation. That, that's keep a conversation. Going, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I feel like Nikki was out so long uh-huh. that she underestimated the fact that this is an ADHD society and you got to have material. And she dropped us half ass material and we wasn't stunting for it. Like, Drake dropped two albums each year. Hmm. Jay Z still has I Got the Keys with Future. No matter yeah. what, that's a year old. Even, even I think, shine, I think someone like a, I think I think someone like a Jay Z, it doesn't it does it just doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah. he's not dropping albums to 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 stream a billion copies, even though that but would help us. Stick. But it sticks though. It sticks yeah. in this. You got to think this is a younger generation, man. Like like these lyrics we do before our podcast. If I go to if I go to these young kids, they don't they might. It's a fifty percent chance they don't know what the fuck you talking about. Mm. They were babies then, or they wasn't born then. So this society, they, they don't understand that. So I think Nick, Nikki is trying to get with Nas to get a wave. So when she yeah. does drop her album, you don't think it's a flop because when you name something the pink print, 
it's like Nikki still does not have that classic album. I but you know what? I don't think I, I think it's impossible for her to make a classic. And uh, I, I, don't, and I, I don't think I, it's possible to make a good album. But let me ask you this question. Are you aware that she has like eight eight songs out right now? And all those songs have like twenty million views on YouTube. Okay, it's, but it's mind boggling. It's like really. It's like she dog dog. Look up, look up. No frauds, right? We first time you listen to No Frauds or on on the song, you listen to it and you say, I don't ever want to hear this again. Yeah. You go to her, go to her Instagram. Twenty six million views in three weeks. Who's watching this shit? Like, <laughs> like, like, who's watching but, this? But, nigga, I mean, but not stands, but that's not transitioning into. That's the yeah, thing, I, bro. I, honestly, if you took away the streams, right, and the streams uh, are helping a lot of niggas, I think streams are helping J Cole go platinum with no features. Uh huh. Right. You take away the streams, how much is Nicki really selling? It's nothing. It's that. Just- Thing and that's why she's scared to put out that album. That's why I'm you keep hearing you. all these. Mu- that's why. That's why you notice nobody makes album announcements anymore. That's that's the truth because like, if you think about it, Drake. Well, well, Drake. It's technically a playlist, I guess. You know, but but, yeah. but Drake can do Drake, that. No, no, no. Listen, listen to what I'm about to say. Listen to what I'm about go to say. Go ahead, go ahead. Listen, you would think Drake was out here pitting up something crazy with this last shit or whatever, right? But huh. then you got Kendrick that came in and fucked everybody up. Everybody yep. up. That's the crazy thing. And think about it. Okay, Nikki is supposed to be up there with Drake. Drake and Nikki are the two biggest in the world. Right. And if Kendrick is coming in and fucking them up with conscious music and shit, what's going to happen to Nikki? <laughs> that shit is going to dud, bro. Nick, Nick, hey, and I'm, I'm looking at this. This is how I'm looking at it. All right, so... Think about it. Beginning of the year, we didn't really have nothing that really dominated the eras, right? Mm-hmm. Then Ross comes in March. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Then Drake drops that fucking More Life. More Life dominates. No, well, half of, like the bottom half dominates. You know what I'm saying? But but More Life did so good because he had fake love in our fucking ear since, what, last year? Yeah. In our ear. So it's it, it's sticking. Now, Kendrick, now Drake still has his own lane, his own way. Now Kendrick comes in here, boom. Now Kendrick has a baton, right? Mm-hmm. Guess who's going to take that fucking baton for Kendrick? Ooh. Either whole when that album comes out or Meek for the Summer. Uh, I don't think so, man. I think, I'm I think, telling you. you know what I think it is? I think it's, it's two totally different wavelengths. You know what I'm saying? Two totally different expectations in terms of what they Kendrick, I think Kendrick has to put numbers on the board. Whereas Jay-Z, here's the thing. What's the last Jay-Z video that he did for himself that you can remember? Shit. Like all these albums. He doesn't even put out, he doesn't promote his shit. Like he literally, it's almost like it's almost like he puts he gets the money up front. They're like, okay, uh, Jay, we're gonna give you three million dollars uh, for this album. Jay goes, all right, here you go. Here's the album. We want three million dollars, and then he just goes out and tours. But, but, but we're looking at a who's gonna hold a baton. That, but that, you that, gotta that, pre- you gotta press it. You gotta market it. This nigga he, doesn't market shit. He 
Nobody, no, nobody's marking this shit anymore. Did y'all, did y'all see that shit with uh with Jay signed that uh two hundred million dollar deal with Live Nation? Yeah, yeah. So you know what album's coming. Mm-hmm. Nigga don't care about album sales. Nigga don't care about streams. But, but I mean, but I'm not speaking. To, I'm not speaking to the album sales or the wave. What I'm saying is, where does Nicki fit in this? Because not now, niggas is rocking the Kendrick, right? Uh-huh. If you want Drake, you gonna rock with Drake. If you want, if you want Kendrick, you gonna rock with Kendrick. Right now, Kendrick has the baton. Right, uh-huh. like he, he has the flow. Now, who is going to you now when Kendrick a uh, little thing go down, like his little, little dot goes down a little bit? Uh-huh. Who is going to take it? So Jay Z is going to get it when Jay Z drops an album. It's going to go. I, I mean, it's going to go nuts. I'm telling you, man. I don't. I do not. No. First of all, I'm gonna tell you something right now. When that Jay Z album comes out, I'm muting the word Jay Z. Hove, oh, yeah. every pseudonym. I'm muting it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm blocking everybody that says I don't. I just want to hear the album. I don't want to hear shit about the. No, So, so, so when Jay Z comes out, or or if they say he doesn't come out, and Meek comes out, because I mean niggas are waiting for Meek. You know, what I mean Meek has put a couple albums out, or Meek comes out and takes this. You know, what I'm saying, but where does Nicki fit in? That's what. That's my whole thing. But Nicki, Nicki has her own thing though, bro. Like if she's, but, but she has her own thing, but. It's not sticking. Think about it. when no fraud when it, when Sheeta came out, Sheeta was a little way. When she uh-huh. responded with no frauds, no frauds had a smooth week. The only time you know about no frauds is if you see it on Instagram because she put it up. But that's and that but see, and uh, this is where we agree on. Yeah, you know she's she has twenty four million streams on YouTube with no frauds, but niggas ain't rocking with that. Niggas ain't niggas rocking, is not rocking with that. I'm gonna tell and, you, we're getting more traffic. More Nick Minaj getting more traffic from paying tuition than music. That dog. Yeah. If that's, you that's look at her Instagram, if you look at her Instagram, I feel like, and, and I could be wrong. I'm guessing here. I feel like she's getting her friends, famous friends, to post videos of them listening to No Frauds, that's, so she oh, can retweet shit. it. I just thought of that. That's she's exactly what's been happening. Dog, she that's retweeted exactly some joint. What's been happening? She she posted some video and she hashtagged Black Twitter. That was the most desperate thing I've ever seen about you. How do you hashtag Black Twitter? Desperation, dog. Yeah, I agree. So now, so the only thing that can get that desperation off is some type of music, and I don't think she has that lane. Like and like, think about it. she dropped Anaconda, one of the dumbest, one of the best videos of all time, one of the dumbest songs of all time. Ever. That shit moved. That shit was sticking. Yeah. That the white people saying that shit, spoofing mm-hmm. that bitch. She don't got. And I think, I hate to say it, I think she lost her hunger. She was happy being. I, I either, either I don't think she want to rap no more. Like I really don't think she wants to hard down. I'm, I'm gonna stop. I don't think she wants to give us monster bars no more. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's that. A, Nikki's gone. I don't think she, she can. Back into that. I don't think she can I don't think so. And then, but even when, like, even when, like, like the thing about that no frauds thing, right? If you seen a video, the worst joint I've ever seen in my life, worst shit I've ever seen in my life, is the Pat Poose line, where yeah. <laughs> I think she needed a Pat, yeah. Pat. Pat needed a pat. It's like, it's like mediocre bars, and she wants us to be like you. Like no, ma, it's over. It's over. It's over for you. 
it's crazy how branding works, right? Like you think you like once you create a lane for yourself, it's hard to get out that lane. Like nobody's ever going to be like nobody's ever going to nobody's ever going to say Drake has crazy bars ever again because of the fact of that ghostwriting thing. Yeah. Same thing with Nicki. Nobody's ever going to say that. They're going to say they like the song. They're going to be like, yo, what he said was crazy. But nobody's going to be like, yo, you hear this nigga Drake rap? And it's like you trade off on that for the success. Because, I mean, you're dropping mediocre records and they're all getting streamed a million times. The only thing I can say about Drake that I cannot say about Nicki is Nicki Drake can make something stick longer than Nicki can make something Hell yeah. Super long. I will say that. Drake knows how to play to his advantage in this Mm -hmm. ADHD society Mm -hmm. where they want it fast. And he can keep something out to keep him, to make him think that he's still on top, which I think he is, Mm -hmm. or his bars are better than what they are. Because you keep getting hit with so much music till you just forget. And I also think it's it's his ability... To be everything to everyone. Yeah. Like, yes. I was, I, was I was riding on my way home today and uh I had my my my, my iPod on shuffle or whatever and fucking both came on with Gucci and I was like, uh, Oh shit, I forgot about this. I'm like this shit hard as fuck. <laughs> dog, I listened <laughs> to Portland every single day. Mm. Every single day I listen to Portland. <laughs> yes. And, and, and it's by far I don't even I don't, I don't even pay Drake no attention. I just I just wait to get to the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, hell no. But nigga, you this your track. You feel me? Like yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. how to stick. He just knows how to make it stick. He knows how to be everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on because we don't want to spend too much time on this. Let's talk about Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. So for y'all, for those of you who live under a rock or don't have social media, which is impossible because you're listening to our podcast. Facts. Um, a couple of days ago, I, I don't know, what was it, like two, three days ago, mm-hmm. Lil Bow Wow uh, announced that he was joining the cast of Growing Up Hip Hop and said he was on a flight to New York and posted uh, a picture of his Maybach and his Sprinter because evidently he needs a Maybach and a Sprinter to get, <laughs> he needs two forms of vehicular <laughs> transportation to get to uh, his private jet um, to, to get to New York. Uh, which was a cool pick, very, you know, very fancy, very luxurious pick. You like to see those picks. Unfortunately, when he was on the, uh, when he was sitting in business class in the tight-ass seats, someone caught a picture of him on uh, the flight. Disappointment, disappointment. Um, what, how how much did you enjoy this, Julius Rock? Because you're an avid Drake hater. No, 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 no. I hate Bow Wow. I hate Bow Wow since I was in I'm sorry. Did I say Drake? I'm sorry, yeah. Lil Bow Wow. I'm sorry. I hate Drake. I hate Drake. Drake. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thoroughly enjoyed Bow Wow sitting on coach getting like peanuts, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed it because I, I just hate Bow Wow and I've hated him since middle school. Can we oh. call him Lil Bow Wow? Yeah, fuck I, it. I, I just hate him. I hate I hate sink water vodka. I hate oh. him at 106 Park. I hate like Mike. I hate his oh. records. I hate the Chris Brown album. I hate everything about that nigga. And I thoroughly enjoy everything he's getting. Yeah. Because I knew that nigga wasn't shit when I was in that fucking desk. 
and that nigga had his girl singing that damn shit. And I wanted to holler at them damn girls, but I couldn't because they were singing fucking Bow Wow. Fuck that little no, crazy Bow Wow. You just don't know. What's the fuck? Yo, is Lil Bow Wow the most roasted celebrity in uh, history? He gotta be, yo. Cat Williams. Nah, Cat man. Williams. Bow Wow was getting Cat Williams was like that nigga for everybody for a while, man. That he was, was we didn't have Cat, social media Cat Williams just now getting roasted. We had social media like that. Well, you might be right. We had social media like that. Lil Bow Wow got roasted for thinking he was a celebrity and walking in the streets of New York, where actual celebrities walk consistently and nobody ever cares about them being. <laughs> Did that nigga watch fall off? Huh? Did that nigga watch fell off at the beach? Like the war? bezel or some shit fell off, right? Uh, wasn't it, um my was man? That? Um, that was somebody. That was son of, that was of DJ Khaled. Uh, Ace Hood. Ace Hood. Ace, Ace Hood. Hood. Ace Hood. Yeah. Ah Joe Biden brought this up to an everyday struggle. He uh, tweeted that he was at a Falcons game, and the, his favorite football team is the Falcons, and he was at the stadium. But that day, the Falcons were in an away game. <laughs> so this is a nigga that he's a habitual line crosser. Like he's a shout out to Charlie Murphy. He's a habitual line crosser, uh-huh. and he consistently does this, man. So I mean, no remorse, no freaking remorse for this fella. He deserves every bit of roasting that he did. Meek gets a lot of roasting, but a lot of what Meek does is just in the past few years. Lil Bow Wow's thing is called Lil Bow despite the fact that he asked all of us to call him Shad Moss. Mm-hmm. We still we still call him Bow, Lil Bow Wow. Like he he should have been roasted a long time ago. Like and like Mike, he's supposed to be like Mike, but he's wearing number three and shit. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I seen him on Jesus and Meryl. You know I love them niggas, but um, <laughs> he was talking about he was telling the story about how uh, he went to Michael. He he was shooting like Mike or something like that. And he was with uh. Michael Jordan kids, like he was sleeping over or some shit. And Mike came in the room with some Iverson. It's like, yo, who the fuck shoes are these or some shit? Like, <laughs> and he was like, he's like, he's like, oh, those are mine, Mr. Jordan. And he said Michael Jordan threw them shits away. And he was like, yo, <laughs> he, he, he said he told somebody to get him some jump mans. That's that hurts. <laughs> Why the hell is he spinning at Michael Jordan's house, though? That's weird. Man, that nigga ain't spinning my house. No! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember that rumor that Bauer got raped by his security guard? And got his hair cut off? (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I love that rumor, man. That was the greatest greatest rumor of all time, yo. Ah, man. I I like the fact they say he got raped. I like uh, I love that shit. I love the death. I love when they said nigga stay in mama house in the basement. Shit, I loved all of it, man. That shit, uh, that shit went viral like without social media, yo. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much <laughs> these niggas been roasted, yo. Hell, that's all I can remember thinking. Just laughing. All the little girls like, don't laugh at him. <laughs> that wrecked. That nigga got wrecked. Shout out to Bow Wow, man. Remember when him hey, and, uh, so remember when him and Soldier Boy was beefing? And he had all them sound effects in that video. Oh my god, with the hand gestures. <laughs> The red, you got the red Lamborghini. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that, man. I remember that, man. Bow Wow, I mean, you know, shout out to Bow Wow, man. He's 4'11", and he was talking tough. Bow Wow clown, bro. He's a clown. I mean, listen, he's a clown. He's, he's just a clown. There's no way around it. And he was on High 97 talking about it was all a part of his diabolical plan. 
ain't no diabolical plan, yo. You a cornball. Like, mm-hmm. you a cornball. You got busted, you know, faking jacks like a freaking cornball. So, like you said, fuck Lil Bow Wow. Um, let's do some shout-outs, man. Let's get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Julius Rock, anybody you want to shout-out? Shout-out your Instagram or anything like that? Uh, no. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So we done did oh. this whole Bow Wow skit thing, and y'all niggas ain't mentioned this shit about Odell going viral and all that. Y'all niggas ain't hey. shit. Y'all niggas ain't shit, man. Yo, yo, listen, listen. We are in the presence of greatness right now. Pills and potions. <laughs> listen, if you oh, follow old damn Dell, we would have been lit. Mm-hmm. If you follow old damn Dell uh, uh, on on Twitter, uh, then you know by now that he's internationally known and famous for being <laughs> with his pills and potions video. Uh, uh, worldwide phenomenon. Who's the YouTube guy that picked it up? What was his name? Do you know? Do you uh, know the, the... Alonzo something? I forgot. But he the nigga that be like reading niggas' tweets when they be misspelling yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's the guy that reads all the crazy tweets or the worst tweets of the year. He read. Uh, he actually posted the video of my nigga Odell in the Nicki Minaj video. This shit went viral. We, uh, I heard, and this is the this. I could be wrong. I heard uh, old damn Dell's actually charging five hundred dollars for his merchandise at this point. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, $1,000 $1, for autograph, mm-hmm. uh, uh, memorabilia, four hundred dollars for some flip flops. This guy <laughs> about to come out with some barbershop sneakers that look like shacks. <laughs> Big ball, baby. Big barbershops coming soon in November. Yo, I can't believe I forgot about that. My bad. I I'm damn ashamed of myself, man. So yo, while we're here, shout out to Instagram, Odell, so they can yeah. find that video. Yeah, yeah. The Instagram is at Odamdell, Odamdell on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Mmm. That's because you know why I forgot I was low key hating, man. I was <laughs> I'm scared to come. I'm scared to come to everybody. When Manaz and he got together, I posted under like the original caption. Yeah. I hope don't ruin his career like she ruined Meeks, and that joint got retweeted like ah. 50. I was like, ah, shit. Here come this nigga with a video that's been recruited, retweeted like a thousand times. <laughs> so I was low-key hating. I can't front. I'll admit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah, so Dr. Ocula, man, follow us online. Man, we got some crazy things coming. We're going to be talking about the finals. Um, it looks like, actually, the game is, is on right now. Looks too close to call. Wizards and Celtics going at it. The winner gets to get swept by Cleveland, so that's cool. Um, the Spurs are going to be playing the Warriors on Mother's Day, game one. We don't know if dusty-ass Kawhi Leonard is going to play. Real quick, predictions. Um, are, are the Warriors sweeping in four? Do, do the Spurs win the game? I had a convo with somebody today, and he's a Spurs fan, and he said he thinks they're going to win without Kawhi. I told him this is what I think. I think <clears throat> Sunday, Golden State's going to dig in their ass, but it's not going to be like a blowout. Mm. I think 2-0 dubs, 2-0 Spurs, because Kawhi comes back. Mm. 1-1, game seven toss-up. Oh, so you're saying it's going seven with the Spurs. I think it's going seven. Because That's it's pop. Pop. It's pleasant pop. Pop. It's pop. Now, granted, Tony Parker's out. Kawhi's hurt. I don't see what the – I don't think Tony would have did much. Mm. 
you know, but I, I, I really feel like it's going to come down to Pop versus Mike Brown. I, uh, well, Steve Kerr is there. He's just coaching from, like, the locker room. <laughs> like, he's just in too much pain to be sitting down. I um I I want to see the Warriors sweep. I think I think the fact that I think the only thing interesting about this playoffs, the only thing interesting about the regular season besides um Westbrook and the beard was these two Titans kind of going at it on a collision course. And what they've done in the playoffs, I think it's historic. They're almost as good as my 0-1 Lakers who went uh 15 and 1. Um so it, it'll be interesting to see if they can make it. You know what I'm saying? It'll be interesting to see if they can go to the finals 12 and 0, because that would just be historic. And I think that's what they're pushing to do. I think that's what their aim is. So, uh, uh, Odell, are they sweeping though? Is is Warriors um, are, are the sweeping? Shit, honestly, I don't know because I, I could see them sweeping, but I, it's, it's fucking Popovich, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga Mike Brown might run these niggas into the ground or some shit. You know. Uh, yeah, he can he can really get out coached, but you know, the niggas, all these niggas gonna have to step up. That's what's really gonna have to what it's gonna take. But I mean, I, I know a lot of people love Popovich, but I've seen the Spurs get swept before, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. have I, been my Los Angeles Lakers. I so. think this, I think this would probably be the best series of the playoffs so far. Yeah, I, I feel strongly about it. Really. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Warriors get off on a sweep. I think if I think if the only game I think if the Spurs pull off on Sunday and they win, then it goes along. I think if the if the Warriors win, then it's then it's then it's sweep alert. Then we're looking at a sweep. Then they're thinking like, let's get the sweep because the, the Cavs are going to sweep. Uh, it looks like Boston's coming out, but it, they're going to sweep whoever comes out of this series easily because both teams are struggling. So we'll see. This is the-